everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the latest episode of Chatting with the Light Keeper. I am Edward, um, here as always, and this is the first episode of 2024. Uh, seems kind of amazing to say 2024, but I hope everyone had a great, uh, great last week. I did get an unexpected Christmas gift. Um, which I guess the good news out of this unexpected Christmas gift is I have something to give to everyone in this world if if I so chose to um, go peopling, I guess. Um, but as a belated Christmas gift, I developed a wonderful thing called COVID. So as I sit here recording this, yes, I feel like crapola. Um, I have no sense of smell. I have no sense of taste. Uh, it is very interesting. Um, it's the first time I've really experienced that. It's uh, it's weird because, like with food, I can like feel the textures between different things, but everything there's there's no taste. It'd be the same thing. Obviously, chewing on cardboard would have a different texture than say chewing on a chicken breast. Um, but it's all sort of like flavorless cardboard, even beverages and whatnot, and and not having a sense of smell is also interesting and unique. So hopefully um, those will return at some point. Um, the idea of leading a smellless, flavorless life is not necessarily sounding super fun to me. But hopefully as I continue to recover from this crap, um, those senses will kind of come back and recover as well. So I hope that you've had a much better um, New Year than I have. Um, obviously, there was no wild New Year's Eve shenanigans for me since I was feeling like crap. Um, I did uh, watch a little hockey on New Year's Eve, but other than that, that's, it's been sort of sleep, drink a lot of fluids, sleep some more, drink more fluids, eat a little, sleep more kind of life for me the last little bit. Um, I'm having the debate in my head whether I should take time off work or not um, because I've, I I can work remotely. It's just a matter of, of which obviously I would rather than go in the office and go, hey, everybody, let's, let's share a little COVID love um, rather than do that. But um, yeah, I'm just having that debate whether I'll be able to actually make it through a uh, 10 or 11 hour day. Um, feeling how I'm feeling currently. So that'll be a hurdle to cross when I have to. I don't have to cross it right now. I guess one of the benefits of all of this is I've had a lot of quality time on the couch to watch um, watch things when I was not uh, sleeping. So one of the things that I kind of reverted to because I was in the mood for something I liked, and of course nothing was sounding good that was on TV and I wasn't in a sporty mood, um, so I went back and watched one of my favorite movies, which is uh, Ready Player One. Obviously, books. Um, it's based on Ernest Cline's book. Um, book is much better, but the movie is fantastic. It is a Spielberg film. So, I mean, Spielberg doesn't make bad movies. Um, so, anyway, as I watched Ready Player One, and I don't know if it's a combination of, like, COVID fever causing weird thoughts, but... Um, I did notice that, that you can make some parallels between the movie and this wonderful lifestyle that uh, that I am a part of. So 
Let's kind of talk about that tonight on the podcast. And I apologize if this is not a super in-depth um, podcast, but, you know, doing what I can with what I got. And tonight with the COVID, um, yeah, this is, this is, we're going to keep it kind of light and fun. And, uh, and maybe uh, if you haven't seen, seen the movie or if you're more of a reader, um, definitely recommend the book Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. Um, but either way, um, maybe turn a couple of you on to um, the book or the movie. Uh, but Ready Player One centers around this, um, video game and the video game is called the oasis and i forget what it stands for but um it's basically a fantasy world that everyone can go into and be who they want to be dress how they want to dress look how they want to look talk how they want to talk whether you know you want to be a different gender or a different species altogether um it's sort of um i guess the way you could envision it would be a um, I don't know, something out of like Star Wars or Star Trek where you have all these different um, um, alien people around and humans all intermixed in being and doing whatever they want. And in this, of course, video game, you, you can do everything you can do here on Earth and then beyond, you know, beyond that as well. Um, but it's just the the premise is, is that it's, a place that everyone goes to escape from reality, and basically it, this escape from reality becomes everyone's reality. So that's kind of the what sort of is sort of going on behind the movie, and the little added kicker with the movie is the the guy who creates the Oasis, um, character by the names of James Halliday, creates the Oasis, and he passes away, doesn't have any errors because he was the super, super computer geeky guy. Um, and he didn't like to be around people. Um, I'm not a super computer geeky guy. And at times I don't like to be around people, so I can relate to that. Um, although I will say with the COVID isolation thing, I find myself wanting to people now that I can't. It's funny how that works. Um, but anyway, so the guy who creates the Oasis becomes a you know, I guess a trillionaire because it's set in the future. Um, and he passes away without an heir, so he creates this this game within his game. Um, and if you win the game, you take control of the Oasis and you win his fortune. So within the, the Oasis, this wonderful place where people go, there is very different, I guess they're basically like planets, and different planets have have different themes or spaces like um, you can go to Shermer, Illinois and um, kind of take part in um, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or 16 Candles or um, oh which one was the other the one of the other John Hughes dorky girls um, there's 16 Candles and um, Pretty in Pink um, you know, you can have those kind of experiences, or if you are, say, into Dungeons and Dragons, you can um, go to a planet that is themed like your favorite Dungeons and Dragons module, um, or you can kind of go and go to a first-person shooter planet where everybody is sort of dunning for everybody, and you know, if you kill another player, you get all their loot. So it's very much kind of in a way like the DS community. You can 
find whatever sort of space you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for a, you know, a safe place to, um, to kind of start and get your feet wet, you can um, just like, you know, the DS community has schools. The Oasis has schools where, where kids go to school. You can um, go to more advanced spaces and talk about more advanced lifestyle techniques. But just very much like the whole concept of this, this video game, the Oasis, there's a space out there for everybody, just like there is in the DS community, whether you are new and whether you're experienced, whether you're um, looking to sort of meet others for more intense play, or if you're just looking to get um, educated and learn more about yourself and the lifestyle and the process. It's all it's all here. And another thing that the Oasis offers, and of course most video games do this now, um, but they create avatars, and in the Oasis the avatar is who you are online, like the, the, the main character um, is Wade Watts is his name, and he goes by the name Parseval, the first the first knight of the round table or, or solo knight to find the Holy Grail, something like that. Um I'm I'm sorry, I don't remember the whole the whole story behind the, the I know it's a knight and finding something from medieval times and you know all of that. But just like in the the game Oasis, we all create avatars. When we're a part of the, the DS community, we all, in a way, craft our own avatar, who we are. Um, you know, for example, you could say mine is the Lightkeeper. That's sort of the avatar I have, I have created for myself um, within, the, within the community. And everyone out there has the opportunity to create their own avatar, to be their unique self and display that. Um, and it's very important that we we really be ourselves when we're exploring the lifestyle because let's face it, we don't need another wolf. We don't need uh, you know, another another, I don't know, the, some of the common themes. We can all be unique and express what's unique about ourselves. And as we evolve um, in life and in the lifestyle, um, just like you can in the Oasis, you can update your avatar. You can change change things who you are. Maybe you come to the lifestyle and start exploring as somebody and you think you're submissive. And then as you explore, you suddenly find that maybe you're more switch or you're actually more dominant. You can, you can evolve and you can change that if you sort of mouse clicks and, and you are, you've updated who you are. And just like in the world of gaming, we in the lifestyle can can do that. So, having that avatar that is a reflection of ourselves—it's not all that we are, or everything that we are—but if we put a little thought and creativity into it, we can we can reflect who we are, maybe even what we're seeking, and do it in unique ways that differentiate ourselves from from other individuals across across the community. Um, and of course, when we have any type of computer game, but especially here in the Oasis, because we're in the movie, they're on a quest for for to win this contest by like competing in three little sub games where you win three keys, a, a gold crystal and a jade key, I believe it is. 
Um, and if you possess all three keys, then you, you win the whole contest. And, you know, of course, to win the keys, you have to win these little little challenges. And kind of those little challenges are, are unique. We can apply them to, to the lifestyle because they're a lot like, well, the challenges we face in in our own explorations of the lifestyle, whether it's um, in an actual relationship where we have challenges because, unfortunately, very few relationships out there come without having challenges, or just individuals, just as, you know, if we are unattached, unpartnered, challenging ourselves to learn something new or learn something um, from a different point of view, um, we can always grow by challenging ourselves and by having internal challenges. So just like a video game, we can create challenges to help us help us grow, step out of our comfort zones. Um, and then also, of course, we have life who has a way of occasionally throwing challenges at us. Perhaps, you know, I could you say COVID here is a challenge. Um, although I do like the idea of hopefully when I complete this challenge and of being able to um, taste food again, looking forward to that. So hopefully that does come to pass for me. Um, another thing that the Oasis game and the, the Ready Player One movie um, shows is how the Oasis, this uh, online world created um where the, game, the, the movie takes place in, is um, really more than just a virtual place. It's a actual community. It's a place where people actually choose to go and gather and make friends and, um, you know, even say, you know, find love. You know, it's a movie. Of course, there's going to be love in the air. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those core tenets of Hollywood. There has to be a romantic thing going on with somebody in the movie um and of course that exists here but just like the oasis and in, in, in ready player one um the ds community is a great place to connect with other people make friends build connections and it has the ability you have the ability to do it virtually online sort of the the kinky online oasis where you can make virtual connections and those virtual connections can also carry over into the real world or you can use um, the you know the virtual connections to attend in-person real world um, events and munches and start making friends building a support network um, and maybe even find a relationship whether it's in person or, or online however it works for you but that community that um, that the Oasis and Ready Player One um, provides is really the same sort of kind of community that you find in the lifestyle. It uh, offers a great chance to connect and make friends and and possibly even find um, that special partner. Um, the other thing, because the whole Oasis world in Ready Player One is sort of a fantasy world, um, it allows people, once again, to be who they want to be and be what they want to be. And the DS community really allows us to do the same thing because we can be innovative with ourselves. We can be creative. We can explore and express fantasies and role plays that we, we have. We don't have to fear judgment, especially when we're doing it online because of the anonymity um, that is there. So we can 
really use our kinky oasis um, to be a creative outlet for ourselves, even if it's just sharing, creating, and discussing um, ideas, thoughts, fantasies um, that we would we would like to have or like to pursue with somebody in the real world, provided we find that right person. But it's um, a great place to be innovative. It's a great place to be creative and a place where we can freely share things that we might not feel comfortable sharing uh, with our vanilla vanilla friends that surround us um, in our daily world because they may not be accepting of it. Um, and just like in the movie, um, the Oasis has some, of course, bad people. I mean, what sort of a, what would a movie be without a hero and a villain facing off? Um, and just like, you know, every movie has the heroes and villains, uh, the lifestyle community, we do occasionally have challenges with some um, people that are out for no good. And it doesn't matter whether they are dominant, submissive, or switches. It, um, or what gender they are, people of all genders, people of all roles, um, there are, I honestly believe, more good apples than bad, but we do need to be aware and acknowledge that um, that there are going to be some bad apples in the lifestyle. And so we need to be aware of um, some of the dangers and some of the pitfalls that exist. Um, if you're not, uh, that's an area that you definitely need to educate yourself on and really um, have a firm understanding with before you sort of um, dive into the the DS pool, especially if it's the dating pool you are going to consider jumping into. Um, but understanding the dark side of um, our explorations and how to keep ourselves safe and the importance of consent, how to better arm ourselves against consent violation, uh, how important it is to be able to communicate effectively and how to establish boundaries, how to maintain boundaries. Um, so all of those things that we see in movies where we have the hero facing off against the villain, we need to remember that uh, the lifestyle is unfortunately no different. We have um, some villainous people um, that hang out in the lifestyle and we need to be aware and acknowledge that they're here and understand how to best um, try to keep ourselves safer. Um, and finally, the real kind of impact that um, that the movie had for me linking the lifestyle with this this you know fictional movie that is totally not anything to do with uh, with the whole BDSM world, but is how we can use the virtual world. Um, to build our reality however we'd like it. Um, you know, we can use the virtual world to educate ourselves. We can use the virtual world to make connections. Uh, we can use the virtual world to share more about ourselves, to gain a better understanding of ourselves, so we can be all more authentic with ourselves and with others. And it's really, it's a bridge, if you will, to being our best selves and being who we want to be. Um, and we can all use the uh, wonderful world of, I guess you could say virtual reality, if you will. The, the online community can help us um, build that bridge um, to being who we want to be 
in the regular world, in the everyday in-person life um, that we all lead. We can all use the virtual tools that are available for everyone um, to help us live our best life. Um, and all of that through a movie about video games. Um, for me, I think that's that was kind of kind of a fun thing to experience. I don't know whether it's like I said, the COVID with the the fevers and everything, because those are it's really fun. Um, hopefully, those have passed. I have gone over twenty four hours without having a fever, without taking fever reducing medicine, which I now can um, um, break quarantine, which is fabulous. I'm excited to. I don't know, go through a drive-thru for a coffee in the morning. Um, but anyway, that is, I know, a bit of a shorter podcast, but that's what I have in my gas tank tonight. So I hope everyone is, New Year is off to a fantastic start. And I look forward to chatting with you more and doing some more in-depth, more fun and definitely a longer podcast, but with COVID, this is the, the best I could manage um, for you. I hope you don't mind that it's shorter or a little, uh, perhaps a little fluffy, but a little fluff now and then is is fun and good. And if you haven't seen the movie, Ready Player What, go out and see it. Um, if you're in the States, it's on a free app called Freevee. It's um, by Amazon. So you're, you will have advertisements. They, of course, will be linked to Amazon products, of course, um, but it's a um, free way, free way to see the movie if you haven't, um, and if you are a reader, both Ready Player One and the sequel Ready Player Two are fantastic, so check them out. I'm not a big sci-fi guy. I am a history nerd through and through, um, but I absolutely love those books and love the movies. So I hope you enjoy the indulgement that I shared that with you here today. And once again, have a fabulous new year, and I look forward to chatting with you next week.